Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776, the number. And Bart, last night, it felt like the Knicks had a home game. Now, I mean, they were in New York, so, I mean, you still have that. Well, but that, it, that building, Barclays Center in the fourth quarter, had the vibe of, <laughs> like, honestly, like it felt like, like Mikael Bridges was at the free throw line for critical free throws, and they were booing him. He's the home player. So it was, got, I've, I've never, honestly, I've never seen anything. The last time I saw a takeover like that was 1994. The Rangers played the Islanders in the first round of the playoffs, and they swept them. And game four, the Nassau Coliseum, which is the, what was the old home of the – it was literally all Rangers fans. And they were chanting and cheering, and it was – like you'd never seen anything like that before. Even Mets-Yankees doesn't get that crazy when they play each other and the building is just taken over by one team. Never seen that before. But it was uh, it was a wild atmosphere. So you guys so basically saying the Knicks show the uh, Nets how their building should and could be. Well, it, right now, showed it, showed, it showed which team, you know, I mean, everybody's really behind this Knicks team now. Well, well, I, well I tell you and what. a lot of you, fans were telling me that, that it was easier to get a ticket. Like, it's hard to get a ticket at the Garden. Yeah. So this so, was the easier ticket to get. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I tell you what, then, you know, you look at, you know, what Bridges, the display he put on yesterday. They had a great you know, third quarter, you know, the, the, the Villanova guys, right, with yeah. all the three-pointers and all that stuff. You know, you think that, hey, man, this <laughs> – what could you give up for this guy? Could he, and like what it would be and what it would look like, but I think because of today, you guys may not want to catch a striped bass or a tuna. You might be looking for Moby Dick, and it may shake loose and it may not. It all depends on a former employee, a colleague of ours, who have went off into the yonder to try and be great again. I lost you, didn't I? You did. I mean, where are you going? I said, listen, you might not want to go for a bass, striped bass, DeJounte Murray or Mikael Bridges. You might be trying to shoot for um, something a little bit more Greek-like. Oh, are you trying to suggest that Doc Rivers, who is expected to be the coach eventually of the Bucs after Adrian Griffin Griffin yesterday was fired, you think that Giannis – could become available if this all goes bad. Doc, Doc, listen, it's hard I don't to go see in it going bad with Doc. Doc doesn't lose. Okay, does, Doc he never does, has does, losing no, season. No, no, no. Doc doesn't lose. Griffin didn't lose. Doc doesn't lose. But what about in the postseason? He's fallen short ever since his big three in Boston, and Giannis can grow very, very agitated. It took, it took the Dame Dollar signing. For him to, to 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 sign his extension. Now, if he if he believes that the Dame Dollar signing ain't what it's supposed to be, it could be, mm-hmm. and they, he sees himself getting bounced early again by saying that maybe he's passed up by that same Miami Heat team comes in their building with Jimmy Buckets and what they just added and puts him out. He might say, you know what, I don't even like living here like that. So if I'm going to go and, 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 and not win championships, not be part of a dynasty, then what am I doing here? I need to go ahead and kick rocks, and he may ask for his release, knowing that he can bring back a king's ransom for, his, for himself to be relieved of his services. He's done what he came there to do in, in, in Milwaukee. Does, okay. does Giannis strike you as a guy like Steph Curry that thinks he's a lifer? Yes. Nah, hell no. I, th- I think he's somebody that just wants full control. Nah, but he wouldn't have said what he said. He wouldn't have threatened yeah, but what he threatened. You say that, you say that for control. Man, I don't think he – listen, I don't think he worries the post-LeBron big three era. I don't think he worries about, oh, I have to cement my legacy by playing in one place and bringing multiple no, championships. No, I don't think it's like that. I just think he's comfortable, and I think he's fine being comfortable. I don't think he's the type that will say, I want to go somewhere else. I think he's the type that is saying – that I want to make if sure that not, everything is the highest standard. I get everything I want. Listen, but 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 what is the highest right, standard? If you got you, Doc but, but let Rivers, me stop, let me stop you on that. Okay, because I, I look where you're going is is obvious, and and a lot of people do this. It's always last summer it was Joel Embiid, right? And we did this. I'm telling you, I said this on the K show yesterday when Michael K asked me directly 
Like, just forget about everything. Just what would be for you the best piece that this Knicks team could chase, right? Like, and, and I'm like, available, not available, it doesn't matter. So, and I know that Giannis is a big name and that superstar that we all talk about chasing the superstar, right? But I know you like a, like a book. I know who you said without even listening to the show. Tell me. You said Devin Booker. That's right. And I know you like, I'm bro, sticking, I've been around I'm too long. I'm sticking to this right now. I watched this team again last night. They are they are far from a perfect team. They are very flawed right now, and the bench still concerns me, although they did a better job in the fourth quarter. But, you know, that third quarter was a major concern defensively, and Mikael Bridges did whatever he wanted, and he, he played great. But as I look at how they're constructed, and remember, they're, they're down to their third and fourth center. You know, like you're, you're, you're basically they, – they stripped them of that, uh, and they have no bench right now. But when I know I, – I see what that Ananobi piece did, and I see how it all kind of fits, and then I see the coach, and I see the culture and the type of personalities they are, that there's no prima donnas on this team. No. Nobody that has to be the most important guy, and I want what I want, and all that stuff. That stuff doesn't exist with this group, man. It's, it's wild. But the more you look at this versus some of the other things that you're seeing – the Lakers, where LeBron's like, trade this guy, trade that guy. Giannis getting another coach fired. right? All the different things you see. Joel Embiid, that when he plays, they're great. When he doesn't, they are not great. Like So all everything you have is built into him and his knee. And I looked at the Knicks, and I'm going, I am not. I, I am even now more forthright. And I am, you, you're going to have to pry those draft picks from my cold, dead hands if the name isn't Devin Booker coming the other way. Because I can't find another player in the league that would fit better, that is a star, than him. I mean, I'm talking about prime Clay Thompson. That's what I'm looking for. That type of piece. And then we can start talking about this team possibly challenging the best in the league. But if you're going to start ripping the roster to shreds so I could have the biggest brand names that now suddenly the whole team becomes about them and their wishes and their wants. I don't want to mess with this, man. I got players that respond to a coach and a coach who knows how to get these players to respond. There's something special about that that I don't want to mess with, Bart. And I get it because you say honest and I'm like, oh, that'd be interesting. Him in New York, wouldn't that be but I don't know right now by what this team is and what they have. It is not tangible. I can't explain it. But sometimes you can have a group that has something working among them that you just don't want to mess with. And so for me, I am not doing the big deal, the all-in chips-to-the-table deal, unless it's someone of that type where I can put him next to Brunson where I can put – DiVincenzo is, it plays – he's been very good. But if there's a spot to upgrade, it's that one. It's that one. What do you I, think of that? I mean, listen, I, I appreciate all that that you said, but you, you're acting like Devin Booker isn't going to cost you a haul. Oh, he's going to cost. He's going to cost a lot. But as I said, fit, personality – all that stuff, that's what I need. I don't know if I want to bring in a guy like Giannis, who now the whole franchise becomes about him. And what I've established with Jalen Brunson, gone. That's gone. Is it not about Booker as well? No. No, look at him. He played with Chris Paul, right? He never was, I'm better than everybody else. He never carries himself like that. He's got Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal there. Do you see him at all trying to have – like there's no, – he this guy, as much as he's got an ego – he doesn't have an ego. Does that make sense? He's never been that about me demanding diva-ish type personality. He has never been that. I, I, look, I've stated this many times. You can go all the way back three three years ago when I made him one of the top five players under 25 in the league. and pe I made him number one, and people thought I was nuts. I was there for that conversation. I, yes, you were. I have always felt like this guy does not get enough credit for what he is and who he is. Does he? Does you? Do you feel like he? Where is he as far as All Star voting and stuff like that? I wonder. He gets votes, but he's never like the most popular. 
Well, well, coming, coming, coming here. You know, he's not going to. Um, he's not going to vote. New York's not going <laughs> to vote for him anyway. So, so, so that kills. So that kills that argument. But listen, I, I understand what you're saying, and we've always talked about the connection, right? You know, mm-hmm. with him and. and, and, and Doesn't uh, it concern you that Giannis, the coach that they hired for you, 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 you were done well, with him. But does it concern you that the coach, coach that won you a championship, you were done with him too? Yeah, but but does, but does it concern? Well, we know Boonos is going to get fired if he didn't. You know, if if, if Kevin Durant wore a size uh, fifteen instead of a sixteen, maybe. You know what I'm saying he was going to get fired anyway. But so why wouldn't Giannis say, on, say no, 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 no I want a championship with this guy. We keep this guy. Why because, did he ever do that? Because he he knows he knows what the reality was, and, and you know what happens with great players. You'll get bounced by teams like the Heat. Somebody got to step on the on the sword, and you know it wasn't Giannis because Giannis always gives you everything that he that he has. So you have to ask yourself that. But then also you look at the fact that what Giannis is and what he represents, and you know he's he's not he's. He, he may be have become a diva, but his game doesn't suggest that he's a diva. No, 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 no. He's a guy that plays. That. He shows up. Yeah, I didn't he, say he that. Plays I, I didn't hard. Say I didn't say he's a. I didn't say he's a diva. What I said was just by the way I was checking. Devin Booker right now after the third returns of votes, and, and we're going to find out I guess Thursday, uh, tomorrow uh, what what the final voting is. But uh, Devin Booker among guards in the West is ninth in voting. Ninth. He's behind John ja Moran, who hasn't even played. Right, so that's so that means so that means if he comes over here, his celebrity. What I'm what I was trying to articulate was that he's a star that doesn't get superstar treatment. Like he's not popular, right? He's not somebody. Jalen Brunson has he, a million votes. Yeah. He has over six hundred thousand more votes than Devin Booker. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's crazy. Devin, Devin Booker comes off as like. Like he's probably known more for who he dated than his basketball game <laughs> and his car. Like and you talk about this guy that's been, put up fifty, seventy. Yeah, and he's been you know to the finals. Like all right, anyways, I, like what you're saying, and I didn't want to come off as if I'm being dismissive of what you're saying. That's not what I meant. What I mean is, is while while yes, that's something that okay, let's see what okay. happens in Milwaukee. That whole thing yeah. would, it, would it blow up, and, and then will, will Giannis want out and big market and and I, and so I'm anticipating what you're saying, and I'm saying. I don't know, though, if even that's what I want to do because I'm kind of feeling like they've got something with this group and the coach Mm -hmm. that is a very rare thing. Does that make sense to you? Yes, like it's I, just I, I, like I, I you know, imagine your defense it's in per- a nine and ten with Rex. It's per- it's per- it's perfectly aligned. Every piece fits perfectly. But they all they I all get that. But they they're get be- him even as even if they complain, they but, still understand your role. And I yeah. have to work. And I have no one lets go of the rope. Last night, it was so many opportunities for them to just kick the kid. Ah, we're not going to win, right? Yeah, so many opportunities yeah. to give this game up, and they they just wouldn't do it. Yeah, Julius and his attention lack of attention to detail on defensive uh, rotations and stuff like that. Sometimes oh yeah, he'll have moments lazy. in the game, but then in the fourth quarter, when it's like he time to make up. a strong finish, he makes the strong finish. When when he throws the ball away and Divincenzo doesn't let it go out of bounds, he just jumps in the air and grabs it. Yeah. Like that's a great play. Josh Hart's falling out of bounds on an unbelievable sequence where mm. they block three shots. OG Ananobi just won't let anybody get a layup, and then the ball's going out of bounds, and Josh Hart could let it go out of bounds, but yeah. no, he grabs it, stays on his tippy toes, turns and finds an open man, and it turns into one of the great plays of the season. So well, they just there's something about what they are yeah, as a personality nice. that I don't want to mess with by but, by bringing in a bigger personality that might want the attention, that might want demands, and this is the way I play. I don't know if I want to change that because I really like this team, and that's the, I haven't said that no, in over but, a decade. But here, here, here's the deal. This team is ultimately going to be judged by what they do in the postseason of course. and how healthy Brunson is when he gets there. Of course. Because, you know, People are going to question if if he runs out and gets one of these nagging injuries, hamstrings, calves, or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be based on maybe his overusage, and that's going to become to be called to question. And Tibbs is going to have to answer to that. So, which is know, why so, they have to get a backup point guard. They have yeah. to find guards before the trade deadline to take the minutes uh, burden off of Brunson. They know but, they have to do yeah, that. But but you can't tell me in the off season. After we have all the results, after you said, hey, let's not do nothing crazy before. I like this team. Let's wait mm-hmm. and see what shakes loose. Yep. And one of these uh, things that shake loose is like a, a Fatora Raptor or one of these little, you know, Giannis, you know, is what shakes loose from that tree. And, you know, something else that's dangling from that tree is also maybe Devin Booker. That's real conversations because it comes down to fit, but it also comes down to uh, 
what they want and how bad the star wants to go to the destination. That's the summer. That's not going to be at the deadline. No, I, and, that's what I'm saying. We that's can what I'm have saying. that no, conversation I'm, I'm, I'm with this you. summer. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. talking long term. I'm saying I'm with oh, you yeah. now. Because it looks like it's some turbulent air, I'm not – maybe I'm with you in saying, hey, if, if, if the Jante Murray is out there and he has a good deal out there for him, you still don't take it because you're, you're saying, listen, I, I'd rather go with this group and see what happens, see if I can be one of the lucky ones that get chosen like Phoenix got chosen by Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. am I one of these guys that gets chosen like Milwaukee, you know, lucked up into Dame Dollar? So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I'm, I'm on your side simply because I see something happening with a firing of a coach midseason. Now you're having a coach that doesn't have even had a training camp to try and get practices and put his philosophy inside when you talk about Doc Rivers. And I don't know if that's more about uh, adjustments at the end of the game or being out coached or – uh, defensive philosophy. I don't know what that is. How a team can be so great defensively, responsible, get out coached. But it seems like teams are just using Brooke Lopez. Yeah, used to be a strength because he gave him tremendous length and size, his ability mm-hmm. to stretch the floor and open it up for Giannis because he can shoot the three, but not a liability on defense and be a rim protector. And now all of a sudden that's being used against him because now they're getting him in pick and roll and attacking him he where move. he's getting out of right. space. He can't move, right? So like a lot of teams are in that trouble right now with their big men. You have to drop off, and everybody's become such much better shooters now that if right. you drop off, that's what happened with Bridges. I mean, how many times did you see last night uh, Precious Achua in pick and roll, and he had to drop off? And I remember there was a, two was two sequences where it was uh, um, Lonnie Walker got him in pick and roll, and just he gave him like five feet to shoot. And so Lonnie Walker just thankful, yeah, oh, thank you, I'll just take this wide open jumper. You know, like that is. I think a lot of teams are fa- are getting caught in that. And you're right. And Brooke Lopez, who's a, who was a great defender, he was actually uh, up for Defensive Player of the Year. He's an All Defensive guy, and he can shoot threes. But you're finding that if you have Lillard, that's a weakness. Teams are going to attack that weakness. Right. You wait till there's a playoff series. I don't know how they're going to protect him. But they, because next to him is Chris Middleton, who used to be a good defender. Yes. But even he doesn't have what he used to have. So I don't know how they're going to hide Dame should, Lillard yeah, the way should. that the, the Warriors could hide Steph Curry and the way the Knicks have to, of course, hide huh. Jalen Brunson. Well, how are you going to hide two? Because now, now, now they can get him in the pick and roll. Yeah. Can't switch. Right, yeah, you can't switch, and now but they also they can get uh they can get Brooke Lopez in the pick and roll as well. So mm-hmm. now you have two defensive liabilities on your starting unit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it's it's again, it, it's it's like the, the game is game is evolved. The game is involved, and they caught up how to attack you. It took them a couple of years, but without without having a guy like Drew Holiday, now you got you know who can who can lock guys down. No matter if he gets switched up on big guys, little guys didn't matter. Yep. Now you bring in a defensive liability and a small dude. It's amazing. Last year. They were in the top three in defense, right? This year, they're in the bottom three in defense. And all they did was make one trade. Yeah. Drew Holiday for Dame Lillard. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. One player. And that has turned everything for them. Could, and could you, you imagine know, if we would have got uh, Drew Holiday? Like maybe we'd, maybe we'd it, have been gangster. It was on, it was on the list, but uh, Boston was the place he wanted to go. Meanwhile, I want you to hear this. So, as I told you, that fourth quarter, I mean, it, it was loud. It was wild. It, it, it did not sound – it sounded like a home game on the road, which we've seen this before. Washington, a lot of Nick fans are there. Charlotte, uh, Miami, you'll see this as well. But never as loud as it was, especially when Bridges, as I mentioned, was on the free throw line for critical free throws. And he was having a night. Like, you would think a lot of – you know, there'd be a lot of noise or at least some competitive back and forth. But here's Bridges asked after the game about the fact that his home arena sounded like he was on the road, and uh, his response is interesting. You're reasonably new to this rivalry, but, I mean, when you hear a crowd like that, it's your building, and you have to hear, let's go Knicks and all of that. How would you describe that? Is that frustrating? Is it galling? I, I don't want to put words. How would you describe that? I mean, I feel like any person in here is not fun. And you feel like you're at a away game at home. So that's for probably any person sitting in here, any person alive. So, I mean, does he sound miserable? Does he yeah. not sound like, what the hell? What am I doing and here? Then, and what are the, and what are the team, Nets yeah, doing? They are spiraling out of control. They, they, they could So Michael K had seen that, that apparently there was a team that offered four firsts for him and they said no? For what? Like, where are you going? You don't have your own firsts. So, you know, you don't make the playoffs. You mean the lottery and it's not even your pick. Like, why wouldn't you 
go full rebuild. And instead, they're kind of like stuck in the middle right now with what they're doing. He's a really good player, but he's 27, 28 years old. Like, he's not going to be in your timeline. Yeah. And Spencer Dinwiddie. I, I mean, mean, they're they're playing Dennis <laughs> Jr. so much now because they don't even want – like, how many times did you see Jacques Vaughn go to go to Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. because Spencer Dinwiddie couldn't remember, make a remember, shot and couldn't I, play defense. I heard you say that. I heard you say that on the air yesterday. It, it, it's like it's, they, they, they prefer Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, they it, prefer Dennis Smith. It, yeah, so if, if you're the Nets – They're a mess. They're a mess. Cam but, Johnson is special, though. I love that little dude. He's, he's, he's not little. He's actually tall, but he missed – that's a big three that he missed. Yeah. Because that obviously would have tied the game. He was on he, fire. He was on fire with the game before. Like I like his. He's instant offense. He's like the microwave. So how about let's flip it to the other side now of this whole thing. How did it feel for some of the players to to be in a building and you're on the road and that the crowd is almost like entirely on your side? Julius Randle. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit, especially when we come back, came back. You know, crowd really got into it. You know, it was good to hear the, the New York Knicks chance. <laughs> And Barclays, that's always fun. Jalen Brunson heard MVP chance as well. Yeah, it's very important. I mean, Knicks fans are amazing. They're always at every game cheering as loud as anyone. It's always awesome to hear them. All right, wait a minute. OG Ananobi, right? Now, here's a guy he, he does. He's, you're never going to get, like, he's not loquacious, right? He yeah, played he, in Toronto. He's like, he, he's like him. He's like uh, him. And, could you imagine him and Kawhi being buddies to hang out with? <laughs> exactly. Each other? Right. So here's OG talking about the same thing. Again, I'm on the road. But the crowd's cheering for us. We're great fans. They travel. I mean, this isn't really traveling. They travel. DC, they were there. I know I heard in Miami they're there too. So they travel with great fans. They didn't have to travel too far. Uh, it's just <laughs> same same city. Yeah, they, yeah, probably actually was closer. Like, oh damn, I ain't gotta go through the tunnel. Not so bad. I ain't gotta go through the tunnel. Yeah. Uh Aces who listens to the show all the time, Neil, Neil Aces, who's a big Nets fan. He said I sold my tickets. I mean, he said this this Nets organization pissed a lot of us off is what he tweeted at us, uh, at Barton Hahn on Twitter. Uh, so I, mean, I imagine if you're a Nets fan, like where are you right now with your frustration level with this franchise? Because Bridges is a valuable piece. Johnson is a valuable piece. And you can get a lot for these pieces. You have a lot of wings. You have really no point guard play whatsoever, and you're small. And Claxton did not play well. He had a ton of rebounds, but he had some bad plays. He was not good. And the Knicks didn't have their centers. And they still were able to win the rebounding battle without Hartenstein. Obviously, Robinson's been out. So it's amazing how fast the Nets have gone from a team that you thought had a chance to win a championship to a team that is now almost like they don't know what they are. Yeah, remember are they were mocking us? Are you, well, are you, what are us. you? I mean us. Remember they were mocking the Knicks? Uh, when they got Katie and Kyrie, oh, you guys aren't cool. Well, there was that, right? KD Kurt, said, you guys, you guys aren't cool. Yeah, KD said that. KD yeah. did the whole the Knicks aren't cool thing, but um, but still, it's but it's not even about cool. It's not even about mocking. Like it's like just looking at a team. Even if the Nets played in in New Orleans or in Chicago, you would look at them and say, "What are they doing? What are they?" Right? Because when you watch them, they have a lot of the same thing. And they're missing two critical pieces. They're, they don't have a quality big, and they don't have a quality point guard. They don't have somebody that, in, when you melt down like they did last night, just like they melted down in L.A. against the Clippers, there's no one that just takes them by the throat and says, we're not doing this. Right? There's no one that's taking the lead out on the floor that's in control. They're missing that. And so, like, what do they do? What are they going to do at the trade deadline? But if they want to go through a rebuild, the only way they're going to do it is if – I mean, Bridges is the most valuable thing they have. And as I said, he's 27, Bart. Like, is, is that matching up with, with, uh, with what you're trying to build or rebuild? You know, that, that's, that's certainly the question. 800-919-3776. All right, so we'll, we'll get calls on, on last night because it was something special. The atmosphere was wild. And, and, you know, the Knicks did not play great. For 47 minutes, or well, uh, maybe less than that, they had a good first quarter, a really good fourth quarter. Yeah, they like they were sleepwalking, man. But when you look at do you agree with me in what I'm saying? I want to know from the fans. Because I'm telling you, what I'm watching, when I see the coach and his staff, and I see the players, especially the lead dogs, and you see how they play, and you see what they're willing to do, and you see how hard the coach coaches them, are you like? Are you with me in? I don't know if I want to mess with this. I don't know if I want to touch this 
to where I'm I'm shredding and I'm ripping it to pieces. I think the right move here and there on the bench, and this might be a team that you don't want to see in a seven game series. From the coaching to the to the toughness to the resiliency to a guy like Brunson who just keeps getting better and better and is a fantastic scorer. There's so many things to this team to like. And the one thing they don't have that everybody says you need is a star. And I'm almost feeling like, do they, though? Do they? 800-919-3776. We have your calls. And um, Candace Parker is in everybody's crosshairs right now. I'll explain about that and what she said and why it was a bit misguided about the Knicks. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The Knicks rally last night, take down the Nets in front of a lot of Knicks fans at Barclays Center. Earlier this morning on DiPietro and Rothenberg, Rick and Dave agreed that the Knicks are a formidable opponent for just about anyone. They're functional. They're not the elite of the elite, but they're they're rolling along. They win the game. I think they they're should. more than functional, though. They're, I think you're they're starting. Good, to, they're good basketball, right? Team. But I mean, even nationally, you start hearing some of the conversations about them. This is, I think, we've kind of crossed that threshold now with this team, where it's like a lot of the fan base is happy with where the team is at, mm-hmm. and they expect them to win, especially when they play bad teams. And now it's okay. What's going to happen in the playoffs? And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it is Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, right, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN, 800-919-3776, the number. Let's get to your calls here. A lot of people want to sound off on this, so we'll go to Will in Manhattan to start us off. What's up, Will? Oh, man, I'm so happy with this team. But, you know, I, so I don't want to let what I'm about to say kind of, um, you know, just say anything about that. But I think that in the playoffs, when Randall's getting clamped down, when maybe um, Brunson's having an off night or he's, you know, gets hurt or something, they need another player who could kind of carry them. That's why I think... I know yesterday I heard you on Michael K. You said you didn't like, uh, you didn't think they should get Donovan Mitchell, but I think they need somebody who could score like that. Well, Donovan Mitchell's not going to be available because the Cavs have won eight in a row. They're fourth in the East, and they're not going to blow their team up at the trade deadline. They're not trading. Okay. You know what I mean? So you don't think that he's going to be going at the end of the season also? Well, that's the offseason. No, no, but but we, we 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 could change our minds after the playoffs if we see something that, you know, gets exposed and we're like, okay, that changed. But right now, when you're talking about two weeks before a trade deadline, you know, that, that deal's not out there to be made. So it's, okay. it's a moot point okay. right now. But I mean, it doesn't mean, Will, in the summer that it's what, whatever we saw in the playoffs, might you know might tell us something more right that I'm with so I'll never say no to Donovan Mitchell because I love him but right now a he's not available and b it's you know it doesn't feel like that would be the direction you'd go in I'm just 
so nervous about this team when it gets to I'm, I'm nervous about Randall, mm-hmm. you know, you know what he's done in the past. And also Brunson, you know, he's getting going to get worn down, you know, and I just feel like DiVincenzo's a nice player. Grimes is not what I thought he was, but you know, but they need some that two guard to me is uh they filled in the, all the other places. They that's filled, why. That's, that's why they, I keep saying. That's why I say well, my my dream fit is is Rocket. Devin Booker. Oh, you know, oh that's, my god, that would that's be That's the great. dream fit, but again, that's a dream. But at the trade deadline, Rocket, when you right. bring up Will, and thanks for the call, when you bring up, you know, we're worried about Brunson wearing down. Okay, that that's uh, everybody does. So you need someone who can come in and fill those minutes while he's on the bench, and you're not in the red. That's what you can't have. You can't have a deficit when your bench comes in and and then you got to call a timeout and get Brunson back in there because our offense is just going to crap. You got to have you so they've got to find somebody that can play minutes that you can trust and you will you'll stay in the black. That's what's important. Uh let's go to Ray in Brooklyn. What's up, Ray? Gentlemen, pleasure to talk to you. Always listen first time caller. Listen, you guys are going to appreciate my call cuz I keep it a stack, man. So, yo, Bart, um Allen, check this out. Look, I'm, I don't have visions of grandeur for the Knicks this year, but like you said, they can be anybody at any given time in any series. So it wouldn't be a shock if they made the conference finals or something else. There's Boston, then there's everybody else. I'm about to tear down um, you, Sloel Embiid, you know, who can't get out of the second round. He's second round Embiid. Listen, he's had great teams. He played with Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons was Ben Simmons. You know, he had all of the he had the whole recipe, the whole formula. JJ Redick on one wing, Danny Green on the other, who was a playoff legend, couldn't do anything, couldn't get out of the second round with, with Butler. Still can't get out of the second round. He's the only common factor there. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm not scared of them. And we spanked them. And Milwaukee, Damian Lillard, can we stop with the Monica? Dane Dollar, has he earned this? He's 0-14 in the playoffs against Drew Holiday, who owned him in that series with less talent, and 0-10 against Steph Curry in the playoffs. If you're a great player, at least win one game per series. Patrick Ewing was taking Jordan to the limit with no talent around him. He's not a great player. I'm tired of the fake, you know, uh, Dame Dollar, Dame Tom. When is that? In the regular season? Who cares about that? There's been no daytime past past the first round of the playoffs, so I'm not scared of them. Boston, we all know they get soft in the playoffs too, even though, like I said, they're better than us, no question. I favor Boston over us, but um, they're not unbeatable either. But anyway, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you thank you for taking the call. Yeah, right, a lot Ray. Of, Ray had a lot on his chest, son. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of smoke for everybody. Hey, get that out, B. Sean in Long Island, what's up, Sean? Hey, how you doing, Alejandro? I just want to say your dream. Like, when are the Knicks going to learn how to draft? Because we could have drafted Devin Booker. We took Porzingis. He's gone. We could have drafted Donovan Mitchell. We'll have both of them in the backcourt the same year. And, but, no, we drafted Nilakina, so we passed up on Donovan Mitchell. Now we want these guys back. And another thing I'm going to tell you who the Knicks is going to get. The Knicks is going to get Kyle Lowry because they're holding on to draft picks. I don't know why. Because we draft players and we get rid of them. We don't hold on to draft picks. So, like, all right, Sean, Sean, up- Sean, 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 just stay yeah. on one topic because you, you're all over the road right now. So, it, seriously, you got to stay in the lane. You went from one thing to another. But let's just go to what you just said, they're, they're holding on to draft picks things. Yes, who would you, why are we holding who, on to draft picks? All right, all right. Well, well, because you're waiting for the right move to make with these picks. That's what you're doing. So what would you want them to do at the deadline of a player who is available that then you would think – once I empty, once I empty the bank account, Sean, I don't have any more money left. So once, well, who would you like to? Not a, hang on. So you got to tell me before the deadline because the summer is going to be a different story. I'm telling you. But if you got somebody that you know that's going to cost probably four picks that you're willing to give up, who is that player? But but, but Alan, I would like Zach. You didn't answer my question. You didn't answer my question. Who is it? I, I just said. I just said I like Zach Levine, but the Knicks, they gave up all Zach Levine, you want to give up multiple first-round picks and take yourself out of the game for anybody else this summer for Zach Levine? Why not? We need we need a score. No, 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 no. You can't give me why not because why not get you fired, Sean? Why not get you fired? It ain't YOLO when you've got draft picks and you're in a front office. What do we do with draft picks? We gave, everybody gives draft picks away for players, right? All right, you're fr- all right, Sean, you're frustrated, and I feel it. I know it. You're frustrated. You're getting impatient. I totally understand it. It's driving you crazy that they aren't 
They aren't using up draft picks to get a player right now. I totally understand it. But you've got to understand that right now, the wrong move, the whole house of cards comes down. It, it, this is not the time to YOLO. You can't. This is not the time for just give me anybody. Because Zach Levine, tell me the last time he won. Tell me the last time he was part of winning. The last time he had a major impact on winning. That he's going to be the difference maker that you want to now push all your chips. You understand, you empty the bank account, there's no money left. And then the summer comes, and Sean, you'll be calling me going, oh my God, they could have traded for Luca, but they were idiots and gave up all their picks for Zach Levine. Right? You see what I'm saying? You don't want to be in that position. Yeah, Alan, I understand. All right. We got to do something with the picks. Oh, no, you're not not wrong. You're you're not wrong about that. You're right about that, but you have to do the right thing with the picks. And I, and, I, and I see a lot of teams giving up draft picks for play. We could have kept quickly. I feel we could have gave Toronto no, either you could, one you, of them. You could, no, in, in you could not have got – you could not keep quickly and got no Giannanobi. There's zero chance of that. Talk to Masai Ujiri. He will tell you that. That it was not – the trade was not for R.J. Barrett. The trade was so for quickly. We Barrett and, and gave them draft picks and then traded no, Barrett. No, no, no. Again, no, no. You give them draft picks – and now you keep, like what the, that doesn't make sense. You keep Barrett, who's a starter. You get OJ Unanobi, who's supposed to start in Barrett's spot. Now what? Like Sean, Sean, Sean. I know I, you sound like somebody, and I understand it. You are just impatient right now. You just want something great to happen immediately, and you tr- got to trust me. This is not the time for impulse buying. This is the time you have to wait. You wait this out. And play it smart. Make the right move. It doesn't mean you can't still do other moves to make you a little bit better right now. But I'm telling you, this is not the time to just impulse buy on names. I've heard of that guy. You can't. It's got to be the right fit. Wow, Bart. Does, do you hear it? Do you hear the impatience? Because they, they 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 see something and they, and they they want it and it's, it was making them nervous because they say hey we got this money you know it's like when you go to the, you go you got money you go to the mall and you're like man it's nothing really in here but I just want to right, I think I just don't they sell them because uh, like, right, I I I get this and you look up like man I should have held on to this man these new Jays came out fire yep I spent it, my it, money it, and burning and, a hole in their pocket that's what it feels like and I get it because you sit there and you're wondering. When is that player going to come? Who is that going to be? And, and and I don't want to miss out. But you don't just you don't just give up the money, which is obviously the draft picks. You don't do it just to do it. This is if you do it now, this is when the whole thing blows up. I'm telling everybody, you got to trust me on that one. Freddie in Brooklyn, Freddie. Hi guys, how are you doing? All right. Okay, Alan, I've got a hypothetical question for you. Uh-huh. The general consensus seems to be that the net are losing these four quarters because they lack a point guard. Now, the deal that was made with Toronto for RJ and quickly, if a deal came up with the Nets to get Michael Bridges and let's say Ken Thompson or Ken Thomas or Michael Bridges and another piece, would you have made that trade instead of the Toronto trade? So you're saying Barrett and quickly for, for Bridges? And another piece, yeah. Yeah, and another piece is fine. The um, the Nets didn't want fir- four first-round picks for Bridges. So I, I got to feel like, Freddie, they, they would have no interest in that trade. They would not want to trade with the Knicks. I just think for them in this market, the last thing they want to do is give the Knicks a piece that makes them better. And so that's you're never going to see these two franchises engage in a trade of that of that caliber. It's just not going to happen. So I don't think it was ever a possibility. I don't think it was ever broached. And I think if they're going to turn down four first-round picks for a guy, taking on Barrett's contract, taking on quickly knowing you have to pay him, I don't even think that, that that's something that they would want to do either, Freddie. I just don't. I, I, I mean, it doesn't sound logical, I know, but I don't think that was even a, an option. Q in Queens. What's up, Q? Yo, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. What's happening? Listen. I'm good. Listen, huh? Like, you hit it right on the money. I agree with you all the way. You really don't want to mess with this team too much. Like, they really got all the pieces set in place, good coach and everything. So I agree with you 100%. But listen, this is what I want to talk about. Like, what's up with the disrespect to Jalen Brunson? Like, I don't get it, man. I'm watching the um, TNT pregame yesterday. Yep. 
And Kenneth Parker says, like, oh, yeah, Jalen Brunson had a good first series. The second round, not so much. I'm right. like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, did she watch the second round last year of Jalen Brunson against Miami? Like, no. what is she talking about? Like, and these are, these are people who actually played the game. Like, people who we, people who we respect. Listen, just because they play the game doesn't mean it. they know the game. I've always told people that. Right. Just because you played in the league doesn't mean you know it. It just means you're good at basketball. It doesn't mean you know it. Not everybody is like is that dialed in or cares that much and puts that much effort in. Now on Candace's, uh, to be fair to Ken's Candace, like I I I I think she just got caught. We all this happens. And Bart, you do stuff nationally. I do stuff nationally. And there's times where you're on the set, something comes up, and you think you remembered something. You say it, and then you find out like, nah, that's not what it was. That was this instead. I got that confused. And so I'm wondering if that happened to her because I don't know Candace Parker to be somebody that like is oh right. I just don't right. like I'm, him right that's, that's not who she I is. I respect her a lot. I love her. I respect her a lot. I love yeah. her game because I watched. WNBA I think she just got too. caught I, in a I moment and later on realized like right. oh damn that's right he did like he did average 31 yeah. in the second round. But I, you know what I mean? I took I took I took a disrespect. I took it personally. Like, yeah, no, a lot of Knicks fans did. No, listen, listen, Q, Q, hey, I'm, gra- I'm, I'm she glad need to be quiet, up. man, because you know, uh, Sheldon Williams couldn't play dead in the country western. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. Uh, I have though what she said. If if, if you missed it, and uh, and the easiest rebuttal is is also something that I'll play for you, and then we'll leave it at that. But most of the other people on the set, uh, Jamal Crawford, by the way, said Brunson is a starter, all star starter. Shaq also was very complimentary of him as well. He, he said, I haven't seen a small guy do whatever he wants to do since Iverson. That's a pretty good comp. No hate there. Sorry, so you, I'll, I'll play for you what, what, what Candace Park had to say. I don't know, Bart, if you happen to hear it. Uh, I'll play that, a little response, and, of course, more of your calls. Mike Tannenbaum at the top of the hour, 1 o'clock, get into the football stuff as well, but plenty of Knicks throughout this day. As I know, a lot of a lot of Knicks fans were all fired up walking out of the building, walking around the building in, in Barclays last night. So a lot of Knicks fans, and, you know, the, the, the excitement anticipation is definitely there. It's ramping up right now, and, of course, that means the next move you make, because they're going to need to make a move before the deadline, the next move you make is a very – Critical one. All right, 800 Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, before we get back to calls and everything else, you know what time it is? To kick it. The Superbox Bonanza! Yes, it is, and this year each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 super boxes with prizes that include a big-screen TV or Apple AirPods Pro. So right now, I'll be calling our number five. You know why number five? Um, Because that's Garrett Wilson's new number? No, but that's a good one. Oh. That's a good one, too, because uh, Jalen Brunson has now scored 30 points in five straight games. He's not elite, though. You're welcome. Uh, you call, all right, fifth caller right now at 888-987-ESPN. 888-987-ESPN to select the box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand-new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge, Bart Scott. You know what you say. Come on, say it. Come get some. Yeah, I think Michelle does it better. Wow! Come get some. <laughs> I don't really exactly. want nobody to come get it. So here's – talk about somebody who's getting some right now on social media. It is Candace Parker. Had this to say on TNT when talking about who should – you know, all-stars um, this year in the East. And she said this about Jalen Brunson. She was going with Donovan Mitchell – over Jalen Brunson, and here's why. We've seen Jalen Brunson in the playoffs with the Mavs, and he was number two, number three, came in, played minutes, supplemented Luka handling the ball. But as a number one option, last year in the playoffs, great first round, second round, not so much. Um, First of all... Ball, that, that was a long time ago, so... Well, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot to, to unpack. And again, I, I, as I said on Twitter, I actually I really like Candace, and... and Sometimes when you're on national, you say some stuff and then you just you, you misspeak. You just forget something, whatever it is. All I know is that when uh, when he was with the Mavs, he was certainly was a supporting piece for Luka Doncic. But in the first round, 
Luca was, was injured hurt. and didn't yeah, play, hurt. and he went for like forty on a couple of nights. Like he was incredible in that. First he was a phenomenon. He made so, himself so much money. Fast forward now to his first year in the playoffs with the Knicks. Yes, had a good first round. Second round, don't say not so much. Second round, he averaged thirty-one a game in a six-game series against the Heat. Thirty-one a game, and in fact, he was so. Not so much in that series that Eric Spolstra, after the series was over, said this. How's that dude not a, an all-star or all-NBA? I haven't even, even like, really checked the all-NBA. Have those come out yet? Yes. Oh, they have. That's how intense this series has been. He should be on one of those teams. I wish he was still out west. But, man, you got to respect him as a competitor. He's, he's like a lot of our, our guys in the locker room. He's, he's got an iron will. There's something about these Villanova guys. They're tough as they come as competitors. And, you know, Kyle, I told Kyle that at some point during the series, I said, don't ever forget, you were the the first one, okay? Jalen's taken that baton for sure. He's just an incredible competitor. And, you know, yeah, we came in with some different ideas, trying to get the ball out of his hands, uh, you know, and then he went to a different thing, you know, five out of ten for, from three. Uh, but that's what great players do. You just So I wouldn't say not so much second round. Like, I, I feel like that that was that was definitely she, – she misspoke. That's all. And, like, everybody <clears> – <throat> She's earned a, a get out of jail free card. She's the best in the business. Well, I hope she owns in my, it. In my opinion, I hope for she all the women, it. she needs to just come out and hey, I, I misspoke. Next yeah, time she's on yeah. tangent, yeah, you know, I, I kind of you know mixed it up a little bit and move yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. But still, it was one of those things that I saw that last night. It popped up because I was calling the game last night. So when I, after the game, going through uh, social media, people were like, "Can you believe she said this?" Yeah, I'm going Nick, Nick 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 fans came to life. Oh my god, I'm like still ain't voted. Like what? Well, <laughs> right. But y'all get so mad, quick to go to Twitter, quick to go on Instagram. Right, these big soliloquies. To complain they, they, about nope. oh hate towards my player. They, they, How they about pull, voting for your player? They they pull up all all his stats, all his splits, and his plus my all that stuff. Like man, you all you have, you know, all you gotta do is go to the website and push vote, retweet. Like <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chris is in Cape May. What's up, Chris? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. You know, it's I really I really enjoyed that last segment, but it, it, I I like the passion of Nick fans. I'm 63 years old, so I've been with them for a long time. Why can't they just enjoy this though? <laughs> you know, like I, what 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 I really love because I've I've known pain. Trust me, that's those 70s. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're if you were there yet, but you know what I like uh, about what's I going wasn't. on here with, with Leon with Leon Rose. Um, it's sustainability. You know, they're not going for the brass ring and boom, we're going to hit the bottom. You know, I right. think he's trying to really build something here that's going to last a long time. And that's, that's a, you know, like a Golden State Warriors type situation where you're always adding a piece mm-hmm. that always keeps you in the hunt. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and when you talk about making a trade now, okay, I've seen a lot of trades in my lifetime. I've seen the good ones like Kathy Russell for Jerry Lucas that got us a championship in 72. The yeah, I've seen the terrible ones for... Rod, how about Rod Strickland for Maurice Cheeks? Eesh. I love Cheeks, but we got him 10 years too late. You know, you saw what went on with the last regime. It's just a mess. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we're like adults now. You know what I mean? You can, you can watch this team. <laughs> like last night, they played lousy and they lost. We couldn't say that for a long time. Playing lousy and losing means you're good. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it's, it, 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 so I'm 100% on board. If, if the deal is out there that's right, go ahead, go for it. But if it's not, don't give up assets just for the sake of making a trade and giving them up. I, I, that's not good business. See, Chris, see, see, Chris I, I want to call Chris Chris Proverbs, you know what I'm saying, see, because Proverbs is the book of wisdom, Chris. You're talking about these exactly. fanatics that come in. They don't have the experience. They don't have the context that you have. They haven't seen what you've seen. So, of course, they want it right now because they right. see everybody else having nice things, and they want to have nice things too. The experienced eye that Chris quick, has. Can, that, I, that, ask you a quick, can, I, can yeah. I ask you a quick question? Sure. Um, if, and this is totally off base, so answer later on if you want, but I had a debate with another channel the other day. If would you consider not resigning Dak Prescott? I'm a Cowboy fan, all right. So, Mike, would you would you would you look at everything before you said, yeah, we definitely have to give hmm. him fifty million dollars? Well, <clears throat> well, fifty is more than fifty. Fifty-five has already been a new comp, so it's closer yep. to sixty, like fifty-eight. So, you know, when you look at it, you have to ask yourself, you know, is Trey Lance and a whole bunch of um, pocket space or or um, uh, I forgot the other backup guy you, you guys have that that won a bunch of games for you. I, I'm, I'm forgetting Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, or is Cooper, Cooper or is Cooper Rush in, in the role of Brock Purdy and a whole bunch of nice top-notch guys better than having Dak oh, Prescott? Because you put it all at Dak I, Prescott's. I, I, 
I've been a I've been a Prescott supporter forever, and I still am. I think he's a really, really good quarterback. But here's my point, right? Cowboys have 16 free agents right now, nine of whom were starters, and yeah. two of whom weren't named C.D. Lamb or uh, Mike Parsons, hmm. and they're going to want to get taken care of now too. Right. So the cow the Cowboys are, are on the cusp of maybe maybe getting to a Super Bowl or rebuilding. Right. And if you give a guy fifty plus million dollars a year, I don't know how you're rebuilding. Right, it's impossible. So you have that. So you have that. I brought up the I brought up the Trey Lance thing. I said, you know what, San Francisco that's supposed to be quarterback university, right? They're the gurus. They know everything. They thought enough of that guy to trade a ton of draft picks to get him. All right, so. I still, there there, it, it, there, there it, it, couldn't it, be something there, and then you you reset the cap, and you know you have the flexibility to do other things. Here, here, and that guy, here. let's look at what he got. He got two games, right? And they tore up his ankle. How do we know what he can do? Here, here it is, Chris. Do you think this team with a bunch of draft picks? You think that? Do you think this team with a crap load of draft picks, a lot of first rounders, some some free agents, a lot oh, of free yeah, agents resigning your guys you, with Baker Mayfield? would be just as good and finish in the same spot that they did with Dak Prescott. Because guess what? Baker Mayfield would be about $20 million uh, or $30 million less a year. Yeah, it's a good question that we can ask Mike Tannenbaum. He's going to be coming up next. Chris, that was all good stuff there, but we had to go. All right, so Mike Tannenbaum next. We'll get into some football, of course, with him, including, of course, what's going on in Dallas. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So yesterday we found out Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, and Todd Helton, the newest baseball Hall of Famers. But once again, no Alex Rodriguez earlier this morning on DPH. Ron Rothenberg, Rick and Dave had the conversation about A-Rod. So you're putting uh, Alex in the Hall of Fame? Am I putting Alex in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I think I would put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You put him in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. No, I don't like how he handled all of it. Well, he handled it terribly. Oh, and you're back into a corner. And yeah, I think you recognize like what's going to happen when you get caught. If and when you get caught, which he did, then you deny, you deny. Till he, he denied, denied, denied. Denied. Until he couldn't anymore. Then we didn't blame the cousin. He's going to sue the Yankees. Sue. Sue the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, he says that he didn't start until he was in Texas. Look at his Seattle numbers. He was awesome in Seattle. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it is Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.